Welcome to the Real Tea with Trania podcast, where real talk meets a real walk in Christ. I am your host, Trania Sante, and we are back with another episode titled A Year End Review of 2023. All right, guys. It's your girl, and we're back with our last episode of the year. Can you imagine it? Um, This episode is going to be a freestyle episode. I do have a brief outline of what I would like to touch on, but other than that, everything else is just going to be inspired by the Holy Spirit. Whatever whatever he wants me to talk about, I will talk about, and um, yeah, just sit back and relax, and I hope that, you know, you make it to the end of the episode. Um... First and foremost, we're going to have to give a shout out to Jesus for the um, start of this podcast and just being able to make it all the way to the end of this year. Actually, let me go and look at how many episodes that we have out because I know for me personally, I have stopped the whole episode counting because if you've noticed... I did archive an episode, (laughs) just putting that out there, and if you were listening at the time, you probably know which one it was, and I probably might talk about that a little bit in this episode, but yeah. So this year, I recorded seven episodes that are still um published on these Spotify and Apple Podcast platforms. I actually recorded eight. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yep. Seven made it published. I had eight, but then I archived one of them. So yes. And they've all done fairly well. I mean um these episodes have made have gotten an average of I would say about like how do I average I'm a math teacher let me average this up real quick okay so each episode has gotten an average of about 17 plays per episode some episodes got more play than other episodes and of course the one I archived drove baby baby. that one was a lot okay it was that that one was like number two for most listened and i did take that down so all right so let's actually just jump into the episode for today starting with the very first thing that i have and uh, we're gonna start with what went well okay it's 2023, what went well? We're going to focus on the good stuff and it's going to start great and then it might sound very depressing later, but you know, it's it's gonna, we're going to get back up, right? So 2023 overall, let me just give a brief overview. 2023 overall was a, I would say it's a, it was a good year overall because You know, God has been consistent with me. Um, God's continued to show up for me. God's continued to um, just to 
show me his grace and mercy. The grace and mercy of God is something that I know for sure is one thing that I can never take for granted because yo, when I tell y'all I was struggling this year, I mean not as much as I was last year, I'll tell you that much. Um so this year was definitely better compared to 2022, so I have to Give a shout out to God for that because although I was stretched and challenged and, you know, I was, you know, still fighting spiritually. And I'd be like, I feel like a regular thing for any Christian out there. You're just going to be in some kind of warfare. But um, I can't complain, really. I really cannot complain about this year because God has shown himself as faithful, merciful, gracious, and I cannot complain. Honestly, cannot complain. So, what went well? Well, first of all, in January, like towards the end of the... No, yeah, in January, I got a new job. Um, My first full-time job that is like stable. Um, Y'all, we got to give a big shout out to God for that job. Like my first stable, consistent job. My first big girl job, you know, that was a great way to start off the year. Um, I became a math and science teacher, elementary school, fourth and fifth grade, you know. And honestly, guys, as much as, you know, people like say whatever, whatever about teachers, honestly, I love it. I get paid very well. And... You know, it's amazing to be in a place where I can be myself and pretty much have fun and kind of do what I want to do. Because, like, my classroom is like my world, you know what I'm saying? And it's really interesting to see um, how well I flourish in that environment. I love children. Okay. Now, prior to this job, I used to work with adults and I promise you, I do not like working with adults. Why? Because adults act like children. And if I'm going to deal with people that act like children, I might as well work with actual children. (laughs) But I will also say that um, being a teacher and working with kids is a grace. And I do strongly believe that that is a grace that God has put on my life to work with children in that environment. Okay. Um, I do, I've, um, my one year anniversary, um, being a teacher is going to be coming up, um, January of the new year, 2024. And I have made a lot of mistakes, but one thing I do realize that this job is teaching me is, um, how to equip myself for my own children, because I know that I want quite a few kids, however many God wants me to have is what I'll have, you know what I'm saying, I I used to put a cap on that, like, I only want like one or two, or I mean, I used to really want no kids, but that was just all out of pain, you know what I'm saying, but now when I'm working with kids, like on a regular basis, honestly and truly, I'm like, yeah, I actually do want a lot of kids. However, I want to be healthy for the kids, too, because, like, um, my first year as a teacher has shown me that, ooh, baby, 
a lot of wounds, a lot of emotional wounds, a lot of childhood wounds um, that were not healed. And they were unfortunately leaking out on those babies. Um, but one thing I can say about those kids, the specific demographic and population of kids that God has given me, they're very gracious, very forgiving. Like they always give me another chance. And I'm just like, dang, this is kind of, I feel like being a teacher has put me in the perspective of like how God deals with us as his kids. Cause I'm like, bro, like I learned a lot. Like, yeah, I made mistakes. Like, y'all, I've already, I think um, one of the biggest mistakes that I've made this year that I would never do again is to communicate with a child when I myself am not in a space to just be verbally respectful. Now, some people know the story. Some people don't know the story. But let me tell you, kids can piss you off, like, to the upteenth degree. However, um, you never want to, like, feed into that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, I don't care how overstimulated you are. You got to figure out a way to, you know, reroute and approach the situation. I don't care. Um, But, yeah, I experienced that. Like, usually I have a good filter on me. But that particular day... Y'all. <laughs> and I did feel really bad. Like, I felt really bad about what I said to the kid. I'm not going to repeat it here, but if you know, you know. Um, And I was like, dang, bro. Like, honestly and truly, I don't care if a kid is labeled as a menace. I don't care if a kid is labeled as, you know, he is a troublemaker and yada, 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 and dis- disruptive and whatever, whatever. As in, as a, as a more experienced human you just know that you can't, like, bring yourself to that place and, you know, speak like that to a child, okay? No matter how bad they are, they still deserve the love of God. And I was like, dang, like, this is this is what God meant by that scripture of, you know, love your enemies, love your neighbor as yourself. So I have noticed that in the love department, I need a lot of God in that love department because as a human, in my own strength, my love tank can run out real fast. You know, like, okay, think about a car and, you know, cars that are good on gas have a higher MPG, you know, miles to the gallon. So let's say you fill up a tank to a car and the car got has about 44 miles to the gallon. So you fill up your tank and your tank gonna be your tank will keep you for probably about a good seven, eight days, right? Wherever you go, the cars get on gas. So you fill up a tank, you get seven, eight days of driving before you have to fill up again. But if you get a car and you fill up the gas and the MPG on that car is about 12 miles to the gallon. Baby, you're going to be at the gas station, like, if not every other day or every two days. Okay? Now, in the perspective of a human being, we are the... <laughs> maybe, like, 
we got eight miles to the gallon, maybe five miles to the gallon, right? So in my case, love tank going to run dry probably midday, maybe quarter of the day, which is why it's really, really important to stay plugged up to the source of love. The source of love that never runs dry, which is Christ. And um, being in this position has taught me that I need to stay consistently plugged up to the love of God because these children that I work with, all majority, all of them come from broken homes. There's a very small percentage that comes from a healthy household and it shows Okay, I can tell you that it shows when a kid comes from a healthy household. I just be like, you must be the youngest one, aren't you? Yeah, because you're really acting like a, you know, let me calm down. One thing that went well, okay, that was the one of the very first things. Consistent job. I showed up consistently. Money was consistent and it was a good amount of money. Like, I've, let me tell you, baby, I, I have an expensive taste. I have an expensive taste and that job encourages my expensive taste <sighs> by the grace of God. Okay. The next thing that went well this year is I finally got a new car. Hallelujah. 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 Like bro. The car I had before everybody already knows I was driving that car to the wheels fell off literally um i've driven that car my first car i had it when i when i was a sophomore in high school so you know i've had that car for quite a while about nine years i've had that first car and i refused to give up on that car honestly and truly but there came a day where that car gave up on me and that's when I knew that it was time to finally go get the car. And I won't I went to get the car with my mother. And honestly and truly, I just watched God work everything out right before my eyes to get that car. And um just forever grateful. Now I did notice that there are some people that will try to like boo-boo on your testimony. And honestly and truly, that was getting on my nerves to the point where, like, low-key, I didn't even want to tell nobody I got a new car just because of the way that people would be responding to the fact that I got a new car, right? Um, and honestly and truly, that's very annoying, and I really want to speak up on that, like, right now. Like, if someone is sharing a testimony can you just receive it and say thank you, Jesus, without all of the extra comments that would, like, boo-boo on somebody's testimony? Like, can y'all really just shut up and let somebody have their testimony and keep your opinion to yourself? Can can y'all do that? Can y'all do that? Because that's actually, like, freaking annoying. And then you'd be wondering why people don't be telling y'all stuff. We got to give God all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise for that car because the car was only possible because of him. Okay. 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 I had to say that. I had to say that because, I mean, <clears throat> granted, I didn't say, like, anything back to those comments, but, like, 
I was just a bit like, are you for real right now? Like, you really want to start talking about other things that don't have anything to do with keeping the momentum of giving God the glory that I got the new car? You're sus. And you're annoying. Moving on. Thank God I got the new car, bro. Okay. The next thing that went well this year was I made a new friend. Um, We all know who she is. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. She's a new friend that I made this year. And um, I'm really appreciative that she's here. You know, she just randomly, I don't know, like, there's a way that God introduces people to my life and he knows me better than I know myself. Because the way that she came into my life and then stayed there, you know, that was that was the strategy of God. So shout out to her, man. She's very sweet and um very supportive, you know, very real. Very just, you know, I like her. So shout out to her. You know who you are. Um, also, I started my master's program this year. Um, so far, I got, I have a 4.0 so far. Glory be to God. And I am paying for this cash. And mind you, the master's program, y'all, is expensive. And I'm like... Even though you know my class is going into the spring, I'm about to call up financial aid and be like, all these charges is that I'm on, I'm on campus when I'm not on campus. We have to get these removed, baby, because I'm not paying for this. In Jesus' name, I'm only paying for the class. Everything else is extra. And my classes are all online, so I don't even know why all these are up here. Don't play with me, bro. Um... But shout out to God. Keeping the 4.0. We pray for that same grace until I finish. I am going at my own pace with this master's degree just because of how busy my life is in general. And I'm really trying to like enter the new year with a different strategy of rearranging my life. Because I know that I tend to pile up a lot on my plate. I don't know why I do that. But... We're going to try to, you know, get to a place where I can allow myself to have more free time to explore other hobbies that I need to explore, you know? The next thing that went well this year is that my relationship with my mom is getting better. It is getting better, and I'm glad it's getting better because, you know... As you guys know, I grew up in a broken home myself, and I've just seen how, like, detrimental it was to the family. Like, you know, I felt like I was a, my one of, one of my friends call it a high-functioning depression. <laughs> and I did see, like, even in this year, I kind of just saw myself operating in this, like, high-functioning depression. Um, even my brother. My brother is taking it differently. When I watch him, I'm just like, Lord, he is... He gonna need you to pull him up out of there because, like, he's in pretty deep, you know? And um, 
Unfortunately, when you grew up in a single parent household, there's a parent that takes the blow of the lack of the other parent. And unfortunately, that was my mom for a long time where, you know, she tried her best to raise us and stuff like that. But it's crazy how like one parent truly cannot fill the role of both. So like there are some seasons in our lives where we just grew up in our relationship with our mother was just very turbulent, you know? Um, but now we've reached a place where healing can take place. And, you know, like, you're in a place, and I do kind of sound emotional talking about this, but we're now in a place where we have to allow God to fill in, to fill in all the empty spaces, all the empty voids, and no one, no one, no one ever plans to be a single parent. No one ever really understands the damage that it can cause to the kids of being a single parent. And being a teacher, you know, also, if you don't know, I'm majoring in child development and family studies. And being a teacher has um you know just has it's like a magnifying glass on the direct effects of what a broken home can do to the development of a child okay so um i'm just glad that you know god is healing and restoring what um, was lost and I'm also like you know walking with the mentality adopting the mentality that um, I lack nothing because God is restoring everything so I lack nothing right Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you talk about family with me, there's going to be a time where I get a little choked up because I desire to cultivate and create a healthy family for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, today is what? Christmas Day. I personally don't celebrate the holidays um, just because as a household, we just mutually agreed not to do that. You know? Like, we just... Don't do it. However, with my family that I desire to cultivate with God, you know, I want the holidays to just be a time where, you know, our family just hangs out. Cool, right? Like, we just hang out, catch up, whatever, right? Just this, just for the sake of being family and stuff, right? Um, And my family in general, we're not tighten it everybody's all over the place we don't you know make an effort to come together as like one big family you know we just we just all kind of just go our own way and live live our own lives right and i don't desire to continue that pattern but i just thank god that he is healing mending restoring the years that the canker worm and the locusts have eaten. Amen. And 
another thing that went well, <clears throat> you know, we gotta say the best for last, right? Because this is this is this was one of those ones that was like, I made it to one year drug free, one year marijuana free, particularly because I don't do drugs, but marijuana was the only drug I did. I made it to one year marijuana free on December 19th, 2023. Can you imagine? We got to give God all the glory right there because that was a strong bondage that I was in. Um, it was a very ugly cycle I went through. Very ugly cycle. I got caught up in... Um, and I remember, I don't even, I, I do remember how I got even introduced to it a long time ago <laughs> in, I think it was 2016, earlier that year. Um, yeah, it was, right? Um, an ex-boyfriend introduced that to me and, um, because it formed a trauma bond, because that relationship was actually traumatic in itself, you know, I carried that with me um, years after. So, from 2016 to 2022, that was six years of cyclical bondage. Now, I did not smoke, like, every day for six years straight, but it would, like, come and, like, go. So... Like, I'd probably smoke a couple months and then quit for a couple months and then smoke for a couple months and then quit for a couple months and then smoke a month, quit for a couple months, smoke a month, quit for... So the frequency died down as the years went on. Um, And then finally last year, um, there's just a lot of... I just felt like a lot of stuff was like crashing and burning last December um, which sent me back into that pattern. And it's crazy because like the people around me at the time, at the particular job that I worked at, they had access to it. And like, they kept, they kept asking me like, Oh, you trying to, and I'm like, no, you know, I don't do that. But then they, after they keep asking you for a while, eventually I was like, you know what? Sure. <laughs> And, um, it threw me back into another cycle for a couple weeks, you know, I was dealing with it for a couple weeks and then, you know, on the 18th of last year, I just finally, cause I know that every time I, every time I would get high, I would always feel the conviction of the Holy Ghost so strongly, um, just letting me know that I'm not supposed to be here. Not supposed to be in this place, and it was always that particular environment. Like every time I would, you know, get high on weed, I would just have this like strange spiritual encounter. You know, I could feel the presence, I could feel demonic presences around me, I could feel, you know, the the conviction of the Holy Ghost. It was just a very turbulent experience okay so i just like you know what you know and then i'm all you know this like y'all will just have to see how i am when i'm like there it's very turbulent now i know ultimately i had to repent 
had to repent and um you know mind you um i'm also like serving in ministry and i know people say that it's you know not good for you to serve while you're like dealing with stuff like that um and i did kind of like tell some people about this but like I didn't know how to tell people about it. I tell my mom. I couldn't tell people at church. I couldn't tell friends in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just kind of, like, drowned in it and, you know, somehow strangely just relied on God to help me out, right? And thankfully, he's helped me out um, all the way up to one year being free and now that is the beginning of being free from other things because like it's not just weed like there's other things that I have grown addictions to um and I'll explain later but there's some other things that God needs to be breaking the chains of and because he did it with weed now he can do it it's gonna be like a chain reaction for other things so shout out to god for doing that in my life um i'm no longer a slave <laughs> amen um and that's pretty much a good summary of what went well this year you know um started the podcast um and that was one thing that i was able to stay somewhat consistent with um yeah, that's 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 pretty much all I have that I remember so far. If you have some memories that you want to share that have me in it, feel free. But for the most part, I thank God for making these advances in my life this year. Now we're going to shift into what we struggled with. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into what I struggled with this year. Because I feel like I'll talk about it on other platforms. However, what did I struggle with this year? I did struggle with the feeling of not being enough. Okay? Just not being enough. I just struggled with that. You know, everywhere I went. Just feeling like I'm, I wasn't enough, okay? Like, I was not, I don't know where this comes from, but that feeling followed me everywhere, okay? Um, I struggled with shame and self-esteem. Shame and self-esteem. Now, my self-esteem this year was very challenged. Um, I felt like I was a very insecure, like, um... How should I say this? I was very insecure. Like, I was hiding myself in insecurity, if that makes sense. Like, the, the insecurity ran deeper this year. Um, insecure to start a YouTube channel. Insecure to keep it up on TikTok. Insecure to build a presence, build a presence on social media. Insecure, insecure, insecure. Shame. Shame because of, you know, falling short. Especially one of the reasons I felt shame, you know, was because of my um, attachments and marijuana that I had. Uh, I was scared to start things, you know, scared to fully immerse myself in ministry. Just scared to just give everything my all because I felt like oh, some way, somehow, I'd find my way back to this 
bondage. Um, so it kept me from, it kind of just capped my potential. I'll tell you that much. And now that I made it to one year, you know, being free from marijuana is giving me confidence and boldness not to stay in that place of shame anymore. So shame, screw you because you're not coming with me next year. (laughs) Um, I struggled with um, being present. Um, I was very passive and detached for a lot of the year. Um, emphasis on detached. I noticed that I've have I have this strange way of just being, like walking through life very detached. <laughs> and I'm laughing. I don't know why I'm laughing, but very detached, just very passive, like. Even my prayers were passive. Like, if you want to do it, go ahead. I'm not about to, you know what I'm saying? Be begging. (laughs) Like, y'all, it was really bad. Like, it's almost like my faith was passive. Um, Being around, like, people, I was just passive and detached. Like, very rarely was I actually present and in the moment. Um, And I think it was a coping mechanism, um, an unhealthy coping mechanism that I've been able to point out this year of when I would do that, why I would do that. And we're going to address these things as well, because I am also a very introspective person. um, So, and I'm glad that over the years I've become a bit more vigilant and observant of myself you know um another thing I struggled with was finishing what I start oh my gosh if you would see my journals would tell you that much that's all I can say like I'll start a journal and then halfway through buy another one start a journal halfway through buy another one start a journal halfway through buy another one start you know what i'm saying like i I have a hard time finishing what i start um i don't know where that comes from but we're dealing with that okay because like yeah just for some reason i have a hard time finishing where i start i don't know if it's rooted in fear shame self-esteem laziness unwilling like there's so much behind that that i need to uncover and that is one of the main goals that I have going into next year is just being a finisher of what I start, you know. Um, I also struggled with rejection. Yeah, rejection. Um, rejection. Now, not in relationship, because I'll tell you one thing. Ain't nobody finna reject me in a relationship. <laughs> no romantic relationship, at least. But... That's another thing about me being, like, passive and detached almost because I'm, like, "Mm," you know, I don't want to, like, over, I don't want to over-attach myself and then I get let down and then now I'm left to pick up the pieces. Like, what? No. But the rejection I'm talking about is, like, rejection in, you know, pursuing things that I want. Like, you know, Like, I needing to get specific results for entrance into something, 
you know, being able to receive a particular, like it was more so like endeavor wise, endeavor wise, um, personal endeavors being rejected over there. Um, as far as like, um, oh, I could say that I also struggled with being intimate with people. I could say that too. I struggle with being intimate with people because I just don't like, for example, the fear of rejection was one that navigated that. Another thing is like, you know, I just don't like giving people, you know, fragile parts of myself because I need to be handled with care. And I'm not about to be sitting here telling you, you know, stuff about my life and then you take it as a joke or something. Like, that'll actually piss me off. And one thing I always try to, like, spare people from is me when I'm actually angry. (laughs) Like, please don't get me angry. Um, so yes, I have like withheld myself from people just because I don't trust people like that. I only trust like maybe a couple. Like I would say there's few people that can count on one hand that I can truly like be vulnerable with. But other than that, you're not getting that side of me. I'm so sorry. Um, so, but I will say that like over the year when stuff was like, you know, happening in my life, like I could say that my church community kind of suffered from, suffered my hand a bit because like they were always like, oh, you know, what's wrong? Like, you know, are you okay? Like, you know, how are you? And I will always tell them that I'm fine. I'm good. I'm gravy. I'm Gucci. Pretty much telling them, please do not cross this line. I'm not going to tell you anything that's happening right now because at the end of the day, I don't feel comfortable telling you my business. Can I be real? Can I? Okay. Another thing I struggled with this year was um, clapping back, holding my tongue. Now, my tongue is actually very, very wounded, okay, because of the fact that I did not clap back. Okay, I have held back some words. Okay, I've held back. And I thank God that I've at least grown in this area of self-control to not give people what I think they deserve with my mouth. Okay. Um, of course, you know, there was a couple times where I did fail, but where it really mattered the most, I'm glad I did not fail. Okay. Um, so yeah, like people might have thought that I was very like you know, quiet, very reserved this year. It's only because I was sparing you. <laughs> Moving on. I also struggled with navigating my persona. Now, what do I mean by this? People have an idea of me that I do not think is true. Um, I Yeah. And... All I can say is the people are going to be in for a rude awakening um, going into the new year because now I refuse to hold anything back. I'm going to be fully myself. Um, I'm tired of, you know, just thinking of other people and what they may think of me. I'm tired of like people pleasing in that aspect of reserving parts of myself like, bro, no, screw you. 
Either you're going to love it or you're going to hate it, and that's okay because God loves me regardless. And the people that are meant for me will be around me regardless. So going into the new year, baby, it's full force Trania 3.0, okay? Because things are shifting. God is doing something on the inside of me. That's probably going to piss a lot of people off, but guess what? I cannot care about that because for the sake of my mental health and for the sake of my growth, spiritual growth, mental growth, everything growth, I need to be myself to the fullest extent. Do you hear me? So yeah, so if you thought you knew me this year, you don't. Prepare to get to know me going into the new year, and then you can decide from there what you want to do with that. All right? So my hopes for the new year as we close out this episode, my hopes for the new year is just to keep showing up for myself. Honestly and truly, I have given up on myself a lot this year. As God, as good as, as, good as God has been to me this year, I know for a fact that there were just a lot of areas in which I gave up on myself. Um, so... Going into the new year, I'm hoping to keep showing up for myself, to keep showing up. Because when I show up for myself, I'm able to show up for others, okay? And it just, you know, allows God to do more through me when I show up, okay? Um, another hope that I have for the new year, just to keep pursuing the things that I want for myself, you know, health-wise, hobby-wise, business-wise, etc etc like I don't ever want to give up on those desires that I have <clears throat> personally um so I will keep pursuing those things no matter what anybody says no matter what anybody says I'm going to keep pursuing those things. I don't care I don't care I'm gonna keep pursuing those things until I get the results I'm looking for amen um, my, another hope for the new year, like I said, is to reintroduce myself and, you know, enforce boundaries. There's one thing that I've noticed this year is that, yeah, I need to do better with enforcing boundaries to people because there's just some people that be trying to act like they can just do whatever they want. You know what I'm saying? No, we're going to enforce boundaries as we reintroduce Ourself as Trania 3.0. And then the last hope that I have for the new year that I'll share with you guys is I just hope to read more books. You know, um, I have a lot of books that I haven't read this year, and my goal is to read them. Um, the goal is to read 12 books next year by the grace of God. That's, that's a book a month. And we have to be really strategic with those books because, you know, if it's a big, thick book, I know, knowing me, I probably wouldn't be able to read that in a month, but I don't want to cap myself either. So we're going to have to, you know, also include some prayer um, behind that. Also, another hope that I have for the new year is to read the entire Bible front to back at least twice. I said it. Read the entire Bible front to back at least twice. Now, that's 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 some real intentional that's a really intentional goal right there but by the grace of god it's gonna have to help me with that reading the bible front to back twice man you know what i'm saying so um those are the two goals that i have 
reading wise 12 books of course these are books that are going to sharpen me mentally and then reading the bible front to back twice <clears throat> so this is all that i will share in this episode um this is just kind of like a chill episode you know just me being myself really and just talking about some things that were on my mind um thank you all so much for showing the podcast love every repost every like every share every listen thank you guys so 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 much so much so much thank you guys so much for all of your support i'm really appreciative for each and every one of you um you know the bible says that heaven rejoices even if just one soul gives a life to christ and you know, I'm just happy for the one listener that shows up that's not me. Because one thing about me is I'm going to play my own podcast, okay? But I'm thankful to the listeners that are out there, um, every single one of you. I'm just so grateful for you. And, you know, bless God for you. And as we go into the new year, you know, I am hoping to, you know, show up more on this platform um, and just to kind of keep staying locked in and um, just to keep moving in the direction that God is um, leading me to follow. So once again, just want to give you guys a big thank you for your support, for your love. Um for your encouragement like y'all didn't have to do any of those things with the podcast but you did and i'm very very grateful to sit here today and look back um over the course of the year and just to see y'all support and i pray that this platform continues to grow and reach um you know new territories new people new places so once again, thank you all so, so, so much for being a listening ear. Pray that you were blessed. Um, hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was very chill, very laxed. You know, I just kind of talked it out um, as far as I wanted to go with that. But, hey, you got a good brief overview of the year and what I expect to do next year. And pretty much the theme of next year is just to keep showing up. Just to keep showing up. Keep showing up. All right, guys. Y'all stay blessed. Um, as always, you know, follow the podcast on Instagram at The Real Tea with Trania. The link is in the bio. Um, also, I'll be, you know, by the grace of God, no, I will be um, planning to return to YouTube. Um, so the link has everything, the TikTok, the YouTube, the Instagram, all of that. Just, if you would love to do me the favor, go ahead and do that. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say for today. Thank y'all so much. Um, as we go into the new year, let's keep praying and let's keep, you know, rendering heaven for the strength of God to keep doing Everything that he has called us to do on this earth, we are to spread um, the kingdom of God on this earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name that we have prayed and believed. Amen. <laughs>